0: Welcome to another episode of mic Up, it's Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home and your office could be in Yellowstone, 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. And the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. Or as my guy Big Country says, Grr Mondays. Hashtag Grr Mondays. Grr Mondays. I'm just going to be honest. I'm coming off one hell of a weekend and one hell of a night as my (laughs) avalanche win the Stanley Cup for the first time in 21 years. Very excited Mm -hmm. last night Um, for them to be able to do this. For me... For me to be able to ride one more bandwagon to a championship. It's been a long road for you. It's been pretty special.
1: I just think other fan bases also need to realize that when you hop on that bandwagon, like you better just expect some greatness to happen.
0: Immediate.
1: <laughs> Immediate <laughs> Within the result. first six months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't fuck around on the Mellow Bandwagon. Uh, it, it is really cool to see it. And I'm glad that you know even some of our listeners, like Jesse... And other hockey fans as well that have gotten me to this point, to where I actually feel like I am a hockey fan even this morning. Immediately, it was like, okay, off-season mode. Mm -hmm. Who are the big free agents? Who are we we looking at losing for the avalanche? Got to say, from my readings, it's looking pretty good.
1: You're not losing anybody?
0: (laughs) Not really. Shit. There's a couple guys that you could lose, but for the most part, everybody's coming back. Yeah. Like, Cal McCurr, um, Landon Skog, and McKinnon. Like, the those three are coming back. I'm set after that. I don't I don't need anything else. <laughs> they might lose, like, their goalie is one that they could lose. And you go get another one. But it's like, uh, how well did he <laughs> play this year? So, I mean, he might come back. And if he does, cool. Uh, but it, it is looking like, you know, I even saw, and this is – I don't want to use this as, like, actual evidence because I think it's bullshit. But I did see that the Avalanche are the favorites to win it next year. Like, mm-hmm. they, most sports books immediately put out, like, their odds for the next year. Yeah. However, it's almost always the team that just won it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how it works out. And I what, saw like there
0: was a guy. 99% of the time. Like, maybe <laughs> if there was a gruesome injury in the finals of any sport or like the Super Bowl where like, oh, the quarterback got hurt, but clearly they were the better team, then maybe the sports books would be like, oh, the losing team.
1: So I saw a guy last night had placed a bet. I don't know what the amount that it was that he bet, but I know he won $267,000 because he bet the Avs to win Stanley Cup, the Warriors to win the NBA Finals, and the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Dude just made bank off of that single bet. Now that's a pretty yeah. far shot into the dark, but also pretty incredible. But it was and just for... like
0: a couple hundred bet- bucks. I saw it too. Oh it was. That's Yeah. Like two, maybe five hundred bucks tops. Yeah. And he won two hundred thousand dollars. But <laughs> at the same time, I know that like looking back now with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, shoulda sure saw that coming. No one saw those all three coming. No.
1: Especially if you would have done like in the middle of the season with the Rams. Like Matthew Stafford is very inconsistent right here. The Warriors, it's like Clay's just not playing like Clay. Draymond's been playing good defensively, and then Steph, you know what I mean, has taken over the all time three pointers. But I I feel like there's it's easier for people to say now, like, Oh yeah, I picked the Warriors to win the finals for sure.
0: There's a point in the season
1: where we had
0: no idea who it was mm -hmm. gonna be. I think the hardest guess on that one too would probably be the first one, which would have been the Super Bowl. Yeah. A lot of people were believers in the Rams when they got Matt Stafford, but depending on when that bet was made, I guess. Yeah. But still, I mean, you're betting against the Kansas City Chiefs. You're betting against Tom Brady, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Uh, you're betting against a lot of teams there. So, don't leave out the Cincinnati guy. Bengals. I, you know, I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't win more money. A three way parlay for championships feels like the payout should have been a little bigger. I mean, if you put in five hundred all, five hundred all, all three, yeah. That's that's a shit ton. That should be an easy five (laughs) hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. I'm not the one making the uh, the odds, though. I'm sure in Vegas they're like, shit, somebody did it. (laughs) They actually got it. Like God bless it. What do we have to do to make sure this never happens? Yeah. Again, I I already told you guys. I think they rigged the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's happening. I think that they could rig some stuff, uh, but the Avalanche do win again, which was cool. They went 16 and four in the playoffs, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, which mm-hmm. is a very impressive number, just right there. And two of those losses, I mean, right there to the Lightning. Yep. Second and the Lightning.
1: Team. I mean, even last night, the light. I mean, it was it was a good game, but like you you know you haven't noted here, like the Avs defense was incredible, especially going to that third period. It was just like holy cow. Lightning can't get anything going
0: after the second period when the abs had scored two goals. I thought, okay, we are we're going to see an exciting third period. Yep, not necessarily.
1: <laughs> I felt like it was the thing that I noticed was the difference, or where I thought the the every all the momentum went to the abs was. I think there was about like two three minutes left in the third period, and. Apparently the coach had just talked the entire time during the, to the team during the timeout or whatever the period break was, and the announcers immediately came back and was like, "Hey, like that's not something you usually see. Usually the the, the head coach will say something a little bit, and then you get in a sense that that'll come in and talk for ten to fifteen seconds. And he said nobody else talked but the coach, and you could just tell that like they were just laser focused. And even when there was about I think 30 seconds or left, McKinnon was talking to somebody and they were just dead set on it. Like, they weren't just like, we've already won this. They could tell us like, let's just finish this thing out and go. And it's mm-hmm. so, like getting to watch just that little tidbit and learn about the game of hockey. And it's like, hey, it's, you know, this is the things that made a difference for the Avs to just kind of go take over. And I know it's only three minutes left, but I mean, fuck, we've seen the Lightning score quicker than that before. I mean, watch that first game where <laughs> you think they're fine. All of a sudden it's like, boom, boom, boom. Everyone's got six points up on the board already.
0: And I thought both teams did a really good job. Obviously, it's a closeout game for the Avalanche, but both teams were just playing so aggressively. I mean, just bodies flying everywhere, mm. doing a lot to try to get a lot of shots up. Uh, it was like it was an exciting game, even though it was what was the final score two one. Uh, it was still exciting to watch and seeing those guys out there, and then um, the Lightning pulling the goalie. Obviously, there at the end. But still, like yeah, I thought, they had a chance. I just I kept waiting for the avalanche. Like, okay, guys, like let's seal this thing. Mm-hmm. Just tap one down there, like, open net. Just yeah, get that's one what down I was there. For too, because <laughs> I was a stressed out mess in those last. Two to three minutes. Well, because there were so many opportunities
1: where uh, it so looked like many the shots lightning. On goal exactly <laughs> and it was just like holy shit, he didn't see that one coming. Like I think it bounced off the puller one at one point. Yes. Came off a player and it was like, that was a decent shot on yep. goal right there.
0: One bounced off the post. And even on the rebound, it's like, oh shit, they've got another yep. look. And that's when I'm probably shouting at TV, like, just get one to the other end of the ice. <laughs> Fucking clear and they, it! They did, clear it. And they finally got one cleared. And it's like, is that going in? It's in the middle of the ice, but the angle was way off. Like it wasn't anywhere close. But I'm still thinking, are they going to get an empty netter to seal this thing? You, I mean, you go up three one with that much time left. Yeah. Even when they were, I mean, at the very end, the last ten seconds or so, they're pinned up against the glass, and I'm thinking, are they going to get this thing out of here? Like, is it is it <laughs> actually going to happen? Uh, but it was really cool. It was a little bit of a boring third period, like you said. Now, uh, 10 minutes into the period, the Tampa Bay Lightning had not had a single shot on goal. And I think that goes to show maybe a little bit biased, maybe a little bit new to the sport, just how complete of a team this Avalanche team was. I mean, even coming into the Stanley Cup finals, watching those first two games, it's like, oh my God, they're going to put up so many goals. They're going to be so good that way. And then, you know, Kel McCarr wins the Conn Smythe Award. Uh, he looks like He's become one of my favorite players. Maybe that's obvious after he just won the MVP of the Stanley Cup. Uh, but he has become one of my favorite players. His aggressiveness—if you just—if you put guys on the glass, I like that. I like mm-hmm. guys that hit. Well, <laughs> I'm a defensive player in hockey. Um, like I started out with David McKinnon. And I'm like, or Nate McKinnon. I'm like, oh, he's he's gonna be my guy. Like he's a fast skater, lots of shots. Nope. And it ended up being like Landon Skog. Love that guy. I looked yeah. for a Landon Skog jersey. Kale McCarr, I think he's fantastic. And uh, Helms as well. That guy just really hits everyone.
1: <laughs> uh, Landon Skog, he's the one that had, I noticed it yesterday when he picked the Stanley Cup. He's got like no teeth left, man. I think he's got like one that's kind of like in the front left. There's
0: there's one guy who's clearly missing two to three of his front teeth.
1: <laughs> I think it's Landon Skog.
0: Even when they pulled him out like, and he takes his mouthpiece out, mm-hmm. you could see it. I, my daughter has a retainer. And his mouthpiece kind of looked like a retainer. You could tell that it was formed to just fit up into his gums, which <laughs> yeah. is just fantastic. Like, that's the ultimate hockey yep. thing. And even doing a lot of the interviews and stuff like that. And I love it because the guys would be in the middle of an interview and be like, oh, shit, they're taking the picture. Like, I got to go. And mm-hmm. then they get the Stanley Cup. And before it even leaves the ice, not even the stadium, before it leaves the ice, they've already dented it like they oh, fall big, down yeah <laughs> skating to take the picture i think that's fantastic
1: too there's a the player who i didn't see who which player it was that dented it but his girlfriend made a or wife or someone made a TikTok about it, it was like when you're uh i think it was boyfriend it was like when your boyfriend wins the stanley cup but then like dents the trophy and it shows them <laughs> skating in and as that bottom right side hits it and you yep. just see it like curve <laughs> underneath and you're like bro, what the it heck, and then flat. they get a close-up like on every single one of their faces. I was like, man. So is that just like permanently dented now? Like, Is that how that trophy's going to look forever now, or are they just going to kind of have to hammer that if out? If you
0: were me, I'd be like, leave the dent. Like That's the that's cool part of it. <laughs> we can't it's even like stand the, it up anymore. Forget the authenticity about it. of it. Yeah. I mean, we didn't fix the Liberty Bell when it cracked. Leave the dent in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you rather have, the Liberty Bell or the Stanley Cup? I'll take the Stanley Cup.
1: That's not that's not false. Uh, I'm thinking with Gronk too when he used it to bunt that baseball and dented it. They I think they left it that way too. The Patriots did. So there's just a nice little crater in it from
0: the old. Yeah, baseball. you just should. Uh, a lot of people ask this question. And I saw the interviewers asking it like a million times. Like, what's the first thing you're going to do with the San with the Stanley Cup? And we put it on our Twitter too. If you want to go, reply there and answer. But what is the first thing you would do? Because um, each player gets like their time with the Stanley Cup. What would you do with the Stanley Cup?
1: For me? For you? Uh, I'm going to eat a big-ass bowl of Fruit Loops out of it. And I'm just going to hang out on the couch with it. I feel like if I just won the Stanley Cup, one, I'm going to be tired. I'm not going to be wanting to really go or do anything. I'm just going to want to hang out with it. So, like, yeah, I'm going to have a big-ass bowl of cereal with it, clean it out, and then just hang out and let it just sit in the living room and just stare at it throughout the day. Be like, I fucking earned that thing, dude.
0: That's it? You're not going out with it or anything like that?
1: I mean, I'll probably drive around a little bit and just be like, <laughs> look at this in the passenger seat. you go
0: like Giannis and just put it in the front seat. and yep. Putting a lady
1: <laughs> right in the back, or I'm sitting in the front seat with it and letting the lady drive. But phew, look at this. Here we go.
0: Yeah. Even Jesse puts it in here. They fill it with beer and do a handstand. That's what I would do. That w- I would drink out of it. It would, I'd fill the top of it, and I would drink all the beer out of it that I could. Until it was gone. Like, I'm going out and I'm partying with that thing. I think it was a couple years ago, maybe it was Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Who, like, took a picture with it in his bed like he had slept with it. Yes. I would do that, too.
1: <laughs> that trophy weighs is. 37
0: pounds? And they just handle it well. They do. Even who was – I think it was Kadri that was like, oh, this guy just broke his thumb. But look at him hoist the Stanley Cup. It's like, oh, skate careful. Yeah, Just be careful with that. We'll and then a shit later on, about this
1: thumb anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but I thankful to everybody who has gotten me into hockey. Glad that I could jump on the bandwagon and have the Avalanche win this thing. I'm excited going into next year. Mm-hmm. I feel like I picked a good team, while knowing absolutely nothing about <laughs> it.
1: You did, and you hopped on at the right time too. You didn't hop on where it was like they were a lock to go to. You know where they were already in the finals. You, you got them before that, so it's, it's good decision making on you. By you, for you.
0: So I have a, I have a good eye <laughs> yeah. for talent, all, all kinds of talent. Uh, trying to catch up with the people in the chat, too. But, uh, yeah, let us know what you would do with the Stanley Cup. It was cool to finally get into hockey. I think I'm here to stay. Um, also, you have to think about all the places that that cup has been, all the places that the Stanley Cup has been, what it's been through.
1: Though the first thing I'm doing when I get it's cleaning it. Like you're gonna get a, you know, 99.9% Clorox wipe all over that bitch, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna dry it off, make sure it's looking real nice and shiny, and then you just, then you do whatever you want to with it.
0: You know, there's that old like that thing, like even the, like the first date interview stuff. Like you could have dinner with four people ever, yeah. dead or alive. Who would it be? The does the Stanley Cup count? Because I just want to hear those stories. <laughs> Forget, like, George Washington, Barack Obama, all those people. Mm-hmm. I, one person said Hitler last summer, and it was a big deal. <laughs> uh, I want the Stanley Cup. I would love to just be like, oh, yeah, this one time I was at a bar in Canada, and <laughs> this player did that. Just think about everything.
1: That would be neat, actually. been through. Brooks said he would 1,000% take it to the club with him. Would you take it to the club? I feel like other people would want to be messing with it. That would be my only hesitation with it.
0: Yeah. But I also I feel like
1: know. I'd probably be in, like, a VIP booth, so I wouldn't have to necessarily worry about anyone coming up. I would probably take it to a security. VIP thing. Yeah.
0: If I could, like, control the people that were around it. Yeah. Yep. And then drink out of it that way. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm not going, like, general admission or so whatever. So, now, when you
1: drink out of it, are you going to be, like, picking it up and chugging it back, or are you putting a big-ass straw on that thing?
0: I would try to pick it up and yeah. chug it. Which would be very difficult, but at that point you're drinking from the Stanley Cup. I mean, if it, who cares if some beer gets on you? Yeah, like you've seen me shotgun a beer; it's a mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you smash two beers together and then not even drink them; just yeah. pour them on yourself. I've seen that.
0: Right? You got to wear. Are we going to see that
1: Friday? By the way, did I, what? Are we going to see you do that Friday
0: at the golf course? Yeah. No. What if we win? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> the goal is to not finish last. That's a win. That's on what I'm Friday. Yeah,
1: that's our vic- that's our victory.
0: <laughs> that as, yeah. Do you know how
1: freaking hilarious I'd be if we get, like we fit, find out we finished like third to last and we just go freaking nuts. You guys are a bunch of losers.
0: <laughs> yeah. And again, our Friday episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're playing in a golf tournament. It's 18 holes. Um tee time is 8:30. So we're going to get out there, we'll get started, mm-hmm. and at about 10 o'clock, we'll get the show going.
1: I'm sure we'll, have, we'll be a couple shots in, we'll probably already have a couple beers down as well. Yep. We're going to be feeling pretty loose by all 10 o'clock on Friday.
0: And then we'll probably still, I, I don't think it's going to be a, a structured show, not that it usually is anyway. <laughs> nah. But it'll be fun. You get to hear some commentary on how we hit. Hit me See. whack a golf ball, play a little whack fuck. Whack! Yeah. You've not
1: heard that on TikTok? I
0: have. Okay. I was like, man. I have. Oh, I know you. Okay. I know but you. that that will be fun on Friday. Um, also in the news last night um, is the baseball fight. Mm. Yeah, what's kind of scary about hockey ending and basketball ending within like a, a week of each other, now it's like, oh, what are we going to talk about now? <laughs> about to dive into some baseball, Let's look at- <laughs>
1: Deep dive into how football season is going to plan out. <laughs>
0: That's all that's going on right now. Uh, But there was a baseball fight. I I thought it was a little bit overrated because I saw a lot of the tweets. Like, I got a lot of the notifications and things like that. I thought it was a little bit overrated. You had Anthony Rendon who's out there, and I think this is why it was overrated. He did throw a a couple shots while being casted up. Like, he had a cast on his right arm, and he's pushing people with his left hand. Uh, I thought that was probably the only real notable thing. But it's mm-hmm. wild to me that baseball's still the one sport, Major League Baseball, where you can leave the bench area, and it's almost like if you don't leave the bench area, it's like you're a bad teammate. You're frowned upon. Like if the bullpen doesn't run in, it's like what the fuck were you guys doing out there? Yep. But if you if you leave the sideline in NFL, huge fine. In the NBA, you're facing a big suspension. You can't do it in the NHL either. Yep. But in baseball, it's like yeah, bring them in. Come on, (laughs) you're going to have to jog out here. It's about 300 feet, but come on, get out here. And you see the benches clear all the time. And like, not even just the bullpen, but like the whole dugout has to empty out. But it also feels like one of the biggest letdowns because there's rarely punches thrown. There were a couple in this fight, but there's rarely punches thrown. It's like a big shoving match.
1: Yeah, and, like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, when everyone runs out there, like, the bullpen players running out there, they're not getting involved in the fight. They're just like, God bless it, guys. Like, it's freaking hot. We're trying to chill out here and just stay cool. I'm not even throwing today. Yeah, My like, arm hurts from throwing yesterday. are playing like, just, bullpen games yeah, out there. Like. Can we not be doing this BS, please? And then well, by the time you reach her, you're like, oh, they're throwing fists. All
0: right, let's go. Uh-huh. Let me let me pretend to grab somebody. and. <laughs> grab I even saw Shohei Otani. It's like he and some, one other player, it's like, oh, you hold me back. I'll hold you back. We're not getting involved there. Shohei Otani <laughs> is like, I'm too valuable to be in this mess. Yeah. I don't care about a guy that we just threw at. I'm not trying to injure these hands. Yeah, They're I'm trying valuable. to. I got a contract coming up in the next couple of years. <laughs> but it is cool. But it is another one of those things where – I saw somebody else tweet it, but the fact that in any other sport, you cannot leave the bench. But I'm surprised that baseball hasn't made it a rule yet to where it's like, wait, you guys are right. Why do we let these guys do that?
1: Well, I know they all get fined. But So the mindset is, is like, if you're going to get fined, I'm going to get fined. Like, we're all just going to get fined together. It's not like they just clear the benches, and if you're not involved, you're fine. The MLB is like, all right, bench is cleared. Everyone gets fined here.
0: I, like, as a whole team, I don't think they do find them.
1: I'm pretty sure they do because I think that was – I feel so. like I've heard that before. It's like that's the mindset as if if you guys are out on the field and they're getting in a fight or something, like you're all going to go out there together. And if you're not, like if you sit there, then you're not getting fined.
0: Maybe you're right, but I've, I've not heard that before because usually it's like, oh, we have to go to the video and be like who was actually involved. Mm-hmm. And then those guys face a suspension. Maybe they all do get fined. I've never heard that before, but it is still wild to me. And then Bryce Harper, who is on just a terror this year. Uh, yesterday, he got hit right in the thumb. Mm-hmm. He is now going to be out indefinitely, That which really sucks. He's a guy that I've been rooting for a lot this season. Mm-hmm. He's having a damn good year. And then breaks his thumb. Who knows how long he's going to be out. I do know that uh, for the Royals, Salvador Perez had a similar injury. And he is going to be out indefinitely, too. But they expect him to return this season. So hopefully you get Bryce Harper back it, it kind of sucks yeah maybe if we have any Phillies fans they had finally started to get things right and get things going again yeah and now you lose your best player and honestly one of the best players in the league this year um, he was he kind of returned back to his MVP type performance for him and now him he's gonna miss a significant time with that broken thumb
1: yeah, and it does stink because I saw the reaction on Twitter before I actually saw the clip of what happened. And some of the reactions were like, Oh, Bryce is being a baby, like he's still laying on the ground, like it's just your hand. And then when you watch, you're like, This guy almost got hit like directly in the face. Like it wasn't one of those ones where it's like, Oh, he didn't it mid swing. It was like right at him. And so the fact that it's just a thumb, like I know it sucks and you're going to have surgery on it most likely, or if you do have to get to that point point, you miss more time, that's going to like not be favorable, of course. But, like, man, at least it's just a hand
0: and not your face. (laughs) True. And I think part of his reaction, too, is the fact that he knows, like, damn it, I'm missing time. Yeah. It's not so much with these professional athletes. They're pretty tough guys. This is not the first time Bryce Harper's been hit in the hand, I'm sure. But it's probably just more that feeling of – damn, I know that I'm out. Like, I know that something broke or tore. Now I'm going to miss time, so I'm frustrated. So yep. I think part of that, like him laying there, is more about I know I'm missing time instead of, oh, my, I'm, I'm really hurt. Yeah. I mean, I'm mean i pretty sure I've seen clips of Bryce Harper getting hit in the face. Wasn't he one of those guys? A couple of years ago took like a shot to the eye. I think so.
1: I don't remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you, but – yeah, he, I mean, I mean he does seem like a pretty tough individual. He does seem a little extra at times as well, but I mean, getting popped in the hand like that that fast by baseball, just never going to be a good feeling. And here's me yesterday, or last week saying, like, yeah, I would rather take an ear hole shot from a 100-mile-an-hour pitch. <laughs> I uh, take that back with every bit that I can.
0: It was a 97-mile-per-hour fastball. God. It hit his thumb. Bryce Harper was quoted as saying, I wish it hit my face. <laughs> Because if it hit his face, he wouldn't miss as much time. (laughs) Bro, you would have broken your face. Which is easy to say when it does hit you in the thumb. Yeah. But, you know, I wish it would have hit me in the head. Like, uh, yeah, I'd rather take one to the helmet than the the thumb.
1: Yeah, to the
0: helmet for sure. Which, by the way, could still really hurt you. (laughs) Like, major concussion. 97 to the helmet. is just not good.
1: No, it's never going to be good, but...
0: Mm-hmm. and what one a, of the other things i saw with this angels mariners fight i forgot about it until i saw it just now in sports center is uh the manager or whoever coming out and throwing the uh sunflower seeds <laughs> just chucks the whole bucket of it and then the players have to pick it up that's what's great about this i well, love when I just, managers do stuff like that because then the umpires will just be like i'm not picking that up <laughs> yeah. Like you, oh, you've made a mess of the field. Congratulations! You better get your bat boy or some players out here. I'm not cleaning that shit. I'm also. I'm not a. Um, I'm not a throw things out of anger guy.
1: No, because it doesn't solve anything. And then when if whatever you throw breaks, it's like, well, fuck. Now I just broke that. And I'm gonna have to replace it. I did that once with a uh, PlayStation controller, and I broke my TV.
0: <laughs> you broke with... your TV?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I might have that as a tell the truth Tuesday tomorrow.
0: I've I'm obviously the nickname Mellow. I don't lose my temper a lot, but I'm not like a, a throw things or hit things. I'm gonna raise my voice though. Yeah, that's that's what I do. But
1: when I get like really really mad or angry about something, I just get like dead silent because I just know if I say anything. I'm probably going to regret saying it, and I don't want to do anything physical because it's like that That just makes things so much worse. So I am just
0: like a dead, silent, angry person. It takes a lot for me to lose my temper. Yeah. I I've, can probably count less than 10 times in my life where I've lost my temper. I've been mad, Yeah, obviously.
1: I've seen you mad. You get a real dad voice in there, and it's like, well, goddamn,
0: mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, shit. but like that moment where I've like, like blown up and lost my temper – Less than 10 times in my entire life.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I can tell you the last time I blew up like that it just pure anger. I'm also <laughs> – it's not like I blow up in terms of happiness, you know what I mean? Like, oh, heck, yeah, this is exciting. This is, like, great, and I'll just ramble you know? on and on and on and on. Not like, get your mind out of the gutter. I'm just, don't to be nasty. You're the one that said it. I know what I said, and I didn't mean it that way. God
0: bless it. <laughs> just What was it, blow up with happiness?
1: Yeah. Like, you get some good news, and you just, you're overjoyed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stimulation gets you, and then before you know it...
1: Just hit the right spot.
0: Huge eruption, almost, <coughs> of happiness. Yeah. It's like you can't fight it. <laughs>
1: What are we talking about next? <laughs> I don't. I can't. I don't know how to handle those situations when you put me in that spot on the podcast. I'm like blushing right now. Nobody can see me, and I don't know why.
0: <laughs> Usually, it's the third segment of the day where you say something that I can turn coming out a hot dirty this Monday. <laughs> um, how about we go here and mention our great sponsors because they love the dirty jokes. I'm sure of it. Um, Roper Kia, our first one. Check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. Uh, Again, they've done this for me numerous times, Mm -hmm. and they will help you as well. And if you mention us here at Mike they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to visit the website. So be sure to do so at (laughs) gunspot.com.
0: And now time for uh, a little bit of football talk. Yes, sir. Um, Over the weekend, Deshaun Watson in the news, but not for anything new this time. Uh, But I do think that this is very interesting. Deshaun Watson is set to have a hearing with the NFL and the NFLPA on Tuesday. Deshaun Watson facing an indefinite suspension of at least one year. And uh, a lot of reports, I think it was Albert Breer that was out there saying that the NFL does want to do a, a year-long suspension and then kind of a to-be-determined thing. That's where the indefinite comes in, that they want to set it at one year and then, eh, let's see if anybody else comes forward. Let's see if any other accusers are out there. And then they kind of reserve the right to change it and make it longer if something else happens. I think that's a great idea. Honestly, mm-hmm. one that I just hadn't thought of yet but uh i think a one-year suspension is a great start and if in within that one year if you have more things come come out then you extend it or maybe after a year you just say you know what no thanks you're not coming back sorry about you so I, i do think this is very interesting i wish we had cameras in there for this hearing I wish we could do the NFL version of the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp stuff where you have people all over analyzing everything that these lawyers do. That would just be must-see TV for me. Like I I got into the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp TikToks, but -hmm. I never actually watched the trial. If the Deshaun Deshaun Watson stuff was on TV, I would be watching it.
1: Like if they scheduled it like,
0: hey, we're starting it at 10 a.m. Central Time – Sorry, guys. We're rescheduling. We're not doing the podcast at 10 a.m. Central Time every day because I would have to watch that. (laughs) Um, But I am glad to see that they are finally going to meet. And again, it's the NFL and the NFLPA. If you're the NFLPA, the Players Association, I don't even know what the fuck you say.
1: You're not. You can't defend him. No. It's more just like, hey, you gotta like, are you using this guy as an example? Is that what you're gonna do moving forward, Mm -hmm. or is it just more of like, hey, we're just gonna kind of sit here and overview this and see how you guys really go about this?
0: Yeah. Because like again,
1: (laughs) you can't. I get you're the Players Association. You can't defend the player in this in this situation. Yeah, it'd
0: be tough. I mean, even if they do try to you know say anything like, oh, that suspension's probably too long. You gave who was it, Calvin Ridley,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: one year (laughs) for gambling. Yeah. This is, you know, a little bit worse than gambling.
1: Is Can you go back to Calvin Ridley and be like, hey, actually, we're just going to make that eight games?
0: I mean, he can, um, he can appeal it. Has he done that? I don't know. I think that he maybe has, and they were still firm on the one year. I don't remember. God. But I, I still think that looking at this, like you've already said, like, a, hey, this is what you get a one-year suspension for. Well, Deshaun Watson has been much, much worse than that. So I I do think and hope that he gets one year with the ability to extend that a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And then also this morning, uh, Tony Busby, the um, lawyer for the plaintiffs, um, also came out and said that they are filing a case against the Houston Texans uh, because they most likely knew Deshaun Watson and his behavior and maybe even um, helped him. Some of the non disclosure mm-hmm. agreements providing um, a room at the, the spa or whatever. So I like that. Yep. I, I do think that they are a little bit at fault here for maybe enabling Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Or definitely
1: aiding it with like the, mm-hmm. hey, like do the NDAs. You know what I mean? You can use a room here at the facility, but like, I, cause I wonder. Yeah. And I don't want this to come off as like defending, but I can't help but wonder if maybe Houston or there had been an allegation already put out to Houston. And they're like, Ooh, that's not a good look. We're not really sure what happened. We're going to take Deshaun's word for it. And it's like, okay, now let's try and help him not be put in a situation again, just by getting a massage.
0: And well, if you remember back to the Houston Texans, uh, they did have someone complain. And that's when the non-disclosure agreements came out. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans said, Hey, here's, Here's just kind of our draft. Use this uh, before you go and get any more massages. Yep. So I, I do think that it's going to be very difficult for them to come out and be like, oh, we had no idea. Really? Because it kind of feels like you did. And I do. I hope that he gets a massive suspension. I, I hope the Texans and I wish the Browns were also paying for this in some form of either a fine or a loss of draft picks, something to where – I mean, when this happens in college football, we talk about the death penalty. Like, oh, you're going to lose mm-hmm. all these scholarships. You're going to be fined this amount, this and that, to where they they pretty much come out. And at least back in the day, with SMU when they first initiated that death penalty, it was we're going to ruin your program, mm-hmm. and they did. SMU went from being a very good football program to now they're barely anything, and it's been, jeez, it's been like forty years. Yeah. So I, I think that they should do this with the Texans and the Browns, as well. Of hey, you guys screwed this up. You've kind of more so, honestly, the Texans and the Browns. Like you've enabled this. You put him in a position to be a predator. We're gonna we're gonna take your draft picks. Yeah, like significant ones. Not oh, by the way, you lost a sixth round draft pick. Take How the first, first round draft pick for like three years.
1: How do you handle this with the Browns over here, the NFL? Because like they went and signed him, missed all of these allegations.
0: Yeah. It's tough with the Browns. I don't want to say that I side with them at all, but at the same time, he was available to be signed. The NFL mm-hmm. didn't have any suspensions or anything with him. So I don't I don't know what you could actually say to the Browns other than like, hey, you shouldn't have done that. Because if yeah. I'm the Browns, I'm just coming back and saying, you should have suspended him then. Yep. Because if he were suspended, we weren't trading for him. But the NFL did their little shitty investigation. The Browns did their shitty investigation. But I I do hope that the Texans, I hope Deshaun Watson, and somewhat the Browns, too, all have to pay for what they've done here. Yeah.
1: And the one person that's kind of being, I don't know, screwed over in this entire situation is Baker Mayfield, in a way. Like, you're still with the Cleveland Browns. And you just watch them go trade for a guy, sign him to a huge deal, not give you that, and they've just kept you on roster the whole time. One, because they can't trade you. Or two, they're scared because it's a – well, uh, we can't really do anything here because we're not going to be sure if Deshaun Watson's our quarterback. And if you're Baker, do you even still want to be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? I know he said he's forcing it he wants his way out. He doesn't want to be there. And he's asking for a trade. But, like, I don't know, is this your redemption season? And then you can give him the, the bird and walk even off? Even
0: with the Browns, they've already kind of come out and given him permission to not be there. Yeah. So I don't even think that they're holding on to this whole, like, oh, if Deshaun gets traded or if Deshaun gets suspended – we'll have Baker Mayfield there. I mean, they brought in Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs to kind of compete with that. So even with Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's going to be a Brown again ever. I don't think he wants to be a Brown and it doesn't seem like they want him as their quarterback either. It's going to be really weird though. I don't think there's a trademark for Baker Mayfield at all. What well, was it? A week or two ago. I think it was two weeks ago. It was like, Oh, the Panthers are interested again. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if, if, this happens and they could want to bring him in if the Browns will pay some of his contract Panthers will bring him in guess what nothing happened and then last week maybe it was the end of the week it was uh, the Seahawks we'd already moved on to the Seahawks who have both of these teams have openly come out and said like <laughs> on the record we're not interested yeah and maybe that is a negotiating tactic too of like hey don't don't let the realtor know how badly you want this house just like say it's like, yeah, it's okay we're pretty set with the house we have but I do think that this is the Browns trying to drum up interest for Baker Mayfield. Of, hey, you know the the Panthers are talking, <laughs> trying to force the hand of like the Seahawks or maybe you know one of these other teams. But I just don't know that there's anyone out there. I think they all know, all these teams know. If they just kind of sit on their hands, Baker Mayfield eventually going to get cut. I just I don't know how you can put him on roster this year with the Browns. I don't think that he would want to. So I, if I'm the Seahawks. I'm probably just holding firm, saying, "Eh, we don't really want to trade for this guy. Sure as hell, don't want to pay him 19 dollars million. Let's just wait till he gets like a settlement with the Browns. If I'm the Browns, that might be something I explore. Hey Baker, we're not bringing you back, but we also don't want to pay you 19 million. How about we give you 13 million? And you go sign wherever you want to." I feel like that would be like a that's a win win for both teams.
1: Where's the line that I need to sign? <laughs> that's what I would say <laughs> yeah, if I was get Sam me Donald. In that situation. Out of here, <laughs> not Sam Darnold, Excuse me, Baker Mayfield. I'm looking up Sam Donald because I wanted to know if he's been back at camp and everything this summer too after the injury. Because I've not heard anything on that. Like I've not gotten any update on like, hey, how is Sam Donald looking? Or did he you know, injure? I don't remember. The, I think it was a shoulder. It was like an incomplete fracture or something. Remember? Because everyone's like, oh, you can't even complete a fracture. Maybe it was his elbow. It was something. That he incomplete fractured. But it's just, if he's back and throwing, like, do, are the Panthers comfortable with that? Or are the Panthers just sitting here letting uh, Matt Corral just get all the first-team reps here in practice? Because like, off-season workouts have don't... begun and stuff.
0: Did Came they the bring in somebody camp. else's backup, though? Not that I know off the top of my head. Uh, they have P.J. Walker. Yeah, but Who's there? Yeah, I yeah. he got significant snaps last year because they decided to have Cam Newton on roster, mm-hmm. which was another <laughs> terrible, terrible. We'll bring mistake. him back.
1: That'll save us.
0: Uh, yeah, I would assume that PJ Walker just since he's been there has probably taken a lot of the reps over Matt Corral, and then Sam Darnold. I would assume that if it was a fracture of any type, that he should be fine by now, assuming there wasn't any kind of surgery there. But I. Maybe they're happy with him for yet another year. I don't honestly know why you would be. But at this point, I don't think Baker Mayfield is a huge upgrade over Sam Donald to where you're like, oh, if we just get this guy in there, we're a playoff team. I mean, he took the Browns to the playoffs one time yeah, in his career there. So I don't know. I don't think that there's much of a trademark. I don't think it will be Seattle. I think it was Thursday or Friday where I started seeing people do the jersey swap thing of, like, this is what he would look like in a Seahawks uniform. <laughs> I think they would take Geno Smith and Drew Locke over uh, over a $19 million Baker Mayfield, which I think is maybe something that fans aren't you know, taking into consideration. Mm-hmm. It's not just are you picking Drew Locke or Baker Mayfield. One of them is going to cost you $19 mil.
1: Yeah, you're saving a ton of money with, you know, a Sam, mm-hmm. a Sam Donald cheap too? No, because they signed his fifth-year extension. So that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: – or that fifth-year like,
0: like the Panthers and the Seahawks. Those are mainly the teams that we're talking about. Just go suck for a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be in the, the market for C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I think Would even you as want, a fan I, base, you'd be like, yep, I get it. That's your plan. Let's do it. Let's tank. <laughs> tank for Stroud. Yeah, I – Instead of bringing in Baker Mayfield.
1: Or at least that's where I would. Do you think Bryce Young will go high just because of his
0: size? I think he still will. I mean, Kyler went number one overall, and he's Yeah, tiny.
1: and I mean, CJ Stroud he's 6'3", 220. So, I mean, there's some significant difference there in size. And it's promising with how well he looked last year once he finally caught on um, and got in the flow of everything. But, like, I don't know. I still worry about Bryce Young, to be honest. Like, just at the next level because of how – Tiny, he legitimately is. But
0: he's he's got to show a lot this year. It's not just some assumed like he's going to go top five. Mm-hmm. And I I have heard people say that he might be listed at six foot tall, but there's no way that mm. he is honestly probably five ten, five eleven. And I I've heard that he's probably one hundred and seventy five pounds. So he I mean he is he is small, Dude, um, but maybe he can pack on some weight. It's crazy the difference in opinion if you weigh one seventy five versus you weigh one ninety. Well, I mean that's you know
1: that is quite a difference in weight though. Mm -hmm. I
0: mean fifteen pounds though. If
1: it's muscle, then it's like okay, hey, that's he's a lot more solid and structured. Yeah, I just feel like he's real narrow. I guess that's my my thing. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. And even um, like Brooks says in the chat, that's smaller than Kyler. Kind of Kyler's a little bit shorter. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I believe that he's five ten. But he's a little chunk. Yeah, he's stalking. Like 200 pounds out there. <laughs> but there's also there's a reason why he's 200 pounds. It's because you've got to be thick in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with Kyler Murray, I mean, he's been so banged up. And a lot of it probably is the fact that you have 250-pound linebackers hitting you. Yeah, that crazy. run just as fast as you. Yep. So for Bryce Young, he's definitely going to have to put on some weight. And, and that's, that's usually a thing. Hell, we talked about it with – uh, Trevor Lawrence even. I'm like, oh, he's 220 pounds, but, man, he's every bit of 6'6". He needs to put on some weight. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think Bryce Young will have to as well. Um, another NFL player who's looking at a suspension, I feel like this one was just kind of forgot about, is the Alvin Kamara <laughs> incident yeah. uh, where he beat the shit out of a guy in Las Vegas. Um, I think I remember there being a little bit of a justification. Was he, like, putting his hands on Alvin Kamara or something? Uh,
1: Yeah, the guy, I think he was – Talking a lot of smack and, like, pushed him or something in the elevator. And then, like, just Alvin Kamar and his buddies went to town on the dude. Beat the tar out of him. Yeah. But, I mean, like, <laughs> six-game suspension? That's it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel I, like if I, I'm another other players in the league, it's like, well, six games? I'm going to miss a quarter of the season? Yeah. And I get Dream to beat the shit out cut. of a fan <laughs> for running his mouth? God damn. <laughs> I'm
0: going to start throwing hands, too. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't seen that tape. I'm sure that the NFL will find it. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure sure Yeah, I'm, sure I'm waiting will.
1: for TMZ to find it. Once TMZ gets a hold of it and puts it out there, it's gonna, we're going to be like, okay, hey. Right,
0: and I've wh- seen the pictures of the guys' face, it, but at the same time, it's like, how involved was Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Probably a lot, especially if the rumor is six games. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There was Do you a think that's tir- a lot
1: or no? I feel like it's a I, decent it just, amount,
0: but. It depends on how much he was actually involved. I remember I was trying to think of the player, but it was like last year, there was a football player, and I think it was TMZ or somebody else reported, like this player, I think it was Aaron Donald, was involved in a fight outside of a Pittsburgh nightclub. Mm -hmm. And then you get the video of it, and you're like, wait a second, Aaron Donald's just trying to break this up
1: yes I do remember that like Aaron Donald threw somebody and it was because the person he threw was the one that was in the fight Yeah, like that would be a story I would tell my entire like for the rest of my life Like I was in a fight with a dude beating his ass and then I got my ass
0: thrown they (laughs) tried to sue Aaron Donald Mm -hmm. for like damages and then the video comes out and it's like wait actually you were being an asshole and Aaron Donald stepped in and helped out (laughs) so we'll see what happens do I think Alvin Kamara stepped in and helped out Absolutely not. I don't buy that at all, and I won't until I see it with my own eyes. Uh, but he is facing a six-game suspension. I think that's huge. Uh, and you know the NFL, I know that they don't care about fantasy football. you got to settle these pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. We start getting Please. into August. And Please you hurry up. <laughs> Deshaun Sean Watson or Alvin Kamara going to face a suspension? I know it's stupid. I know yeah. these are real players, real people. But at the same time, fantasy football dominates. Maybe 14-round flyer? I mean, you've got Major League Baseball players fighting over fantasy football. (laughs) You need to let us know who's going to be. Oh, this
1: would cause a fight. If you draft (laughs) this guy and then just let him sit there and take up a roster spot.
0: Right. Like, I need a fucking running back. (laughs) If Alvin Kamara misses six games, I might still take him in, like, the third round. The third? Yeah. (sighs) All right. Go ahead. Homie, I got championships to worry about. We ain't worried about the first six weeks. (laughs) Okay. We're playing for playoffs. <laughs> I'll get there. I'm re- Yeah, okay,
1: Bill Belichick. We'll be playing football at the right time. Don't worry. Don't you worry about these first five weeks. No, we'll, sure. we'll lose I might a draft
0: Rob Gronkowski just because I know he'll be playing in week 14 through 17. Uh, yeah, there's a couple touchdowns. <laughs> um, also, uh, what's exciting about this time of year is that the NBA's over, the NHL over, but the NBA free agency – which is due to start Thursday, is looking like it's going to be pretty hectic. Mm-hmm. And what was it, last week when the Kyrie stuff started to break and everybody was like, oh, this is a negotiation tactic, blah, blah, blah. This is not really going to happen. Uh, from what I read, there's <laughs> a really good possibility that he is doing all of this to get to the Lakers.
1: Yeah. I saw a clip over the weekend where uh, they asked Kyrie, like, where would you be if you like didn't leave Cleveland or split up with LeBron? He's like, I'd probably be in L.A. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he wants to be with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to be in L.A. there. And it's, if you're the Lakers, now it's the, how can we actually do this? Do we want to get rid of Anthony Davis? Do we want to find a way to keep him? And then we get LeBron, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis. Because that would be a pretty good trio. And that's exactly what LeBron has always wanted. He's always wanted a big guy and then another forward, or excuse me, another guard who can shoot and handle the basketball. That's what he's always based his, like, super teams around. Right. You know what I mean? Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch. You did it in Cleveland as well with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, and then you just find other role players to come in and be decent enough to <laughs> help you compete. If you get that in LA, though, and in in a way, I don't want this to be like flip a, a switch here with Russell Westbrook, but if you get him coming off the bench and he's not feeling all this pressure to be the guy, can it just accept the fucking role of just like calm down and play basketball? I think that would be very intriguing. And it would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: The thing is, though, to make it work with the with the salary cap is they would have to give up, assuming Russell Westbrook. Well, see, ya. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I still think if I'm the Nets, I don't want anything to do with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Anthony Davis. And then I'm bringing up how often he doesn't play and how he's <laughs> actually not that good just so I can get Anthony Davis over Russell Westbrook. But then, I guess, is Anthony Davis signing up for that? Is, is I don't know if he has some kind of a no trade clause. I know he has before. Same with Russ. I don't know what his no trade clause looks like. Yeah,
1: but I mean, if you're Anthony Davis and you end up in Brooklyn with the Nets, I don't think you're that upset. You know what I mean? Because you got Kevin Durant and then you get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is going to want to distribute the ball because he doesn't shoot. So Anthony Davis is like, well, that's more points for me. And then mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's going to take enough attention away where you're okay. But the only thing that does worry me with it is Anthony Davis is going to have to be more physical in the East. That's just the way the East is set up now. That's where the big guys are.
0: Yeah, have fun with uh, Joel Embiid and Giannis. Yep. They're actual big guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, and then you throw in a Jason Tatum, who's developing and loves to attack the basket. You're going to have to be down there for that.
0: Yeah, so uh, he's not going anywhere. He's a West Coast guy. And we'll see what happens, though. If LeBron goes to the front office and both LeBron and the front office are both thinking, like, yep— let's bring in Kyrie, it'll happen in some way. It'll be some kind of a sign-and-trade. Might be a three- or four-team deal just to work the salary cap and get some players in there. But it it would happen some way. So even like the the Westbrook stuff, he's clearly not good enough to be straight across for Kyrie. Mm -hmm. uh, The Lakers don't have, I don't think, enough to package around Russell Westbrook to get Kyrie. But if you can get another team involved, then maybe you can start – figuring out like maybe the nets don't actually want russell westbrook but maybe it's like oh, okay let's get like a bradley beal involved let's get some of these other guys mm-hmm. involved zach levine even in chicago there are a lot of names out there this off season and free agency like i said it's going to start on thursday kevin durant is another just big name to watch that if Kyrie gets moved he's pretty much said he wants out so <laughs> i would too, though most likely
1: if you're the Lakers, do you see – Do you, you like, can we get both of them?
0: Yeah, I just don't think it's realistic. I don't, I don't think that there's anything you could package because they've already given up all their, like, their draft picks for Anthony Davis. Yeah. So I don't think they have anything. I, if I were the Lakers, I would be like, oh, Kyrie, thanks for the phone call. Uh, what's KD doing? Is he there? Can you put yeah. him on the phone? Because <laughs> we would really like to talk to him because I still think he would be the absolute perfect fit with LeBron is that stretch-forward type that can play outside and hit big shots. It's like, oh, you liked Kevin Love? This guy is actually a really good shooter.
1: <laughs> Much better. Yeah, you,
0: oh, you liked Chris Bosh? <laughs> this guy is a three-point shooter. It's it's for real. It's not just like, oh, you're a power forward and you can occasionally shoot threes. Who it's, would
1: you pair up with him, though? Because like, you, you're you losing Anthony Davis. If you get Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis is gone.
0: Yeah, he'd well, have to be. But, yeah, bye. <laughs> See ya. Don't care at all. I would... I would definitely try to trade. If the Nets were even slightly considering it, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook are gone immediately for Kyrie and Durant.
1: And what just a in three or four years' time for the Brooklyn Nets, you're excited about Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, some of these other big names that James you James Harden and, was James Harden. And, and it's just like we lost all of them in 18
0: months. What uh-huh. the fuck? <laughs> Shit, we're just slightly better than the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Jalen Brown is another guy that I saw. Um, people were going and looking at his Twitter, and uh, he had even liked um, some tweets um, saying that the Boston Celtics fans were disrespecting him or that the Celtics were disrespectful to him. And um, he was another one of those names just a couple seasons ago. Where the Celtics were really shopping him in the off season, mm-hmm. and didn't find any suitors, but I do wonder if even that is in consideration of like, oh man, we just we need another guy in here slightly better, and we need to mix up. You know, we're just missing a little bit. Maybe if we can trade Jalen Brown and try to get one of these other guys, I don't know if there's anything out there where they could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Kevin Durant is like, yeah, it didn't work for Kyrie in Boston, but like ship me up there for Jalen Brown. Uh, but I think it is going to be a very exciting offseason in the NBA, and I am I am kind of rooting for the chaos, but also at the same time, uh, if the Lakers get Kyrie or even Kevin Durant, if that's a possibility, I'm calling bullshit on your super team stuff. Like You couldn't win a championship, so now you're bolting to L.A. It's like Kyrie, just a little baby back bitch. <laughs> there he is. If, if he leaves the Nets. <laughs> If he leaves Brooklyn, then I'm just – I'm totally out on him, which I'm pretty much – anyway. I was
1: going to say, I mean, it feels like we already are. Yeah, but it, seems it, like it is going to be do.
0: exciting. I can remember – 4th of July is usually just a time where the NBA is going to make news. I remember yeah. when Kevin Durant announced he was going to Golden State. It's like I, I literally had like a, one of those firework lighting things in my hand, those little brown <laughs> corn dog-looking things, you know, and I had my yeah. phone in the other hand. And There's I was like, cold. oh, my God. A Kevin Durant is going to the Warriors. What is yeah. it? A punk? Yeah, that's what we call them. <laughs> also, 4th of July. Coming up quick. Right around the corner. Have you seen any tents yet?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually went and drove around last night because it was beautiful out here.
0: Here's what I want to know. Not to go in another rant about fireworks. Oh. But again, in my neighborhood... People are setting up fireworks again last night. uh, The weather here was absolutely beautiful yesterday. It was. It was like the high of 79. Mm -hmm. So I opened my windows. There was a nice cool breeze. I'm opening my windows. I'm watching the hockey game. It's nice, relaxing. And then I swear to God, like the biggest bang I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Boom, right outside my window. I don't know what happened. Scared the shit out of me. Did you scream? No, but I wanted to. And also at the same time, I'm watching the hockey game, and I'm like, remember, you have the windows open. Your neighbors have children. Don't say fuck too much. (laughs) I ended up closing the windows, so I (laughs) – Good God. God. (laughs) Without feeling guilty about it. It's like, you know what? It's time. But I I feel like you
1: left the bedroom window open, so they still got a faint, like, random, fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah they, they probably still hurt through the walls. they definitely could uh, let's mention our next great sponsor club 609 home to the best happy hour in all of the world with their two-for-one drink specials and two dollar draft pours definitely check them out i've been thinking about their appetizers it's been about two weeks since i've had some chad nachos which i'm not called anymore no
1: nachos 2.0 yep they're the Fuck new that bird. chad name got that out of there
0: Yeah, so definitely check them out. Again, that's Club 609. Happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And on Saturdays from 11 Mm a.m. till 8 p.m. It doesn't even sound right or legal, but they do it at Club 609.
1: Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them for all your... Uh, excuse me, oil changes and tire needs that you have. They do specialize in, in lubes and tires, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. So make sure you get that down and taken care of right here in the four states at downtownlube.com.
0: Which one did you like better, uh, the lube or The tires.
1: <laughs> the tires. They're just nice. I actually got a, a new set of tires from them uh, last summer and ended up getting a hole in it. Like a month later, one of my tires to go out there and I was like, all right, what the heck happened here? Go back, replace it same day. No worries. They're like, don't even worry about it. We'll replace it. It's under warranty. I was like, awesome. Thank you so much. They great service there, Downtown Lube.
0: a great group of fellas. Go check them out for all your tire and lube needs. I'm more of a lube guy. That's what I go mm-hmm. there for. Yeah. Just get lubed up. It's in and out. Real quick, usually takes ten, fifteen minutes, twenty, maybe if I'm, you know, looking to take my time. Mm-hmm. In and out though, downtown loop. Uh, now let's play some Matchmaker Monday. Um, I put it out, I think, in my tweet for the show. I'm having one hell of a summer. Well, you I'm off are. to a very, very hot start, to where I'm even trying to like track back my highlights, and I'm like, what well, was so great about this day? And like, things are getting buried. Uh, but Saturday night, I had my daughters, and we're out front. It's getting kind of nice. It's a little bit late out, and we're having a debate on should the three of us play basketball, or should the three of us play softball, play catch. And my youngest daughter, Maddie, the mouthy one, <laughs> who has been very hesitant to pick up the game of golf, and she's the one where it's like me and Maya want to go, Mad Dog will just back. Like, yeah, I don't really want to. And I'll try to convince her of like, let's, you can go, you can drive the golf cart, you can swing. It's not like mini golf, you can hit the ball as hard as you want. Like, it's fun, let's just go. So the three of us are debating on what we want to do and we can't settle on anything. And then finally Saturday night at around 7, 7.15, she says, why don't we just go golf? Which is also the perfect time Oh yeah. to go golfing. Or at least it was Saturday because the weather was like a hundred degrees that day that afternoon
1: it was the hottest day <laughs> it, it
0: was literally
1: because <laughs> I was gonna uh, go golfing Saturday and I was just like mm. I ended they, up going Sunday afternoon but
0: they had a birthday party to go to for one of their friends and I get there it's a pool party it starts at 11 and I go to drop them off and even the parent the mom there was like hey sorry it's it's kind of an early birthday party but I was trying to beat the heat and I'm like well you didn't it's already 92 degrees. Like, good <laughs> luck out here. It's absolutely terrible. But I, what? Just so hot. I was standing outside for about five minutes at 11 a.m. And I was just covered in sweat already. Oh. But golfing 7, 730 in the summer is was perfect. Wasn't too hot. Got to get out there. Uh, it was hilarious watching them try to play golf. Uh, they're absolutely terrible, just like me. Uh, and there's one hole that we play on. Uh, It's hole three. Hole two is you have to hit over water. Yeah. On hole two, I was like, don't even worry about the water. Just hit to the side of it. We'll just hit around it. We'll have some fun. Hole three, I'm like, just hit the ball as hard as you can. You're not going to hit it over the water. You're not going to get close. Yeah. Hit as hard as you can. They hit the ball. It gets right in front of the water. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, it's my turn. Let me hit it for you. I'll get us over the water. And I go and I hit it. The first hit that I have. Is bad. It skips off the water, hits a rock, skyrockets in the air, lands on the green, and my daughter's like, "You're so good at this! Like, how (laughs) did you do? How did you plan to skip it over the water like that? Like, that's so cool!" I was like, "Well, the more you play, the better you get." Blah blah blah. And then I go to hit my other daughter's ball, and it just—I topped it, and it just rolls lazily into the water and they're like i thought you were good at this you didn't play in the first one did you dad (laughs) Uh, truth be told no i didn't but uh matchmaker monday me night golfing with my daughters and my just undefeated summer that i'm having that's my first one
1: there we go. Me, my first one is the, <laughs> the game Me and Among Us. I've been playing it recently, just disco- not discovered it, knew of it, but had never played the game, downloaded it. Saturday, I think I spent a huge majority of my day just like watching TV and playing that because it was just like I have nothing else going on today. It was a whole weekend off. It was nice. Just sat around, hung out, and I played that game, and I am having a blast playing it, <laughs> like way too much fun. Like, even if I'm not the imposter, I'm like, I'm going to get these tasks done as fast as I can and figure out who this effing imposter is. Because once you get in a little chat with it, it is hilarious going oh, yeah. back and forth.
0: Yeah, you and those 8-year-olds? Just...
1: Nah, get out of here. Those
0: kids don't even know how to talk trash yet. <laughs> You're... How old are you, 26?
1: Yeah. Man, don't make me feel weird like that. There's other grown-ups playing it. I'm, right. I've been assuming
0: I didn't even take it there. I don't know what you were talking about, guilty conscience. Just well, you just said
1: eight-year-old. Yeah,
0: you're like talking shit to these kids. Oh,
1: I'm not talking shit. No, it's <laughs> there was one, though, where uh, I was playing. I was the imposter, and I I killed someone in the game, but someone else had walked in the room, as soon as it happened, and they reported it, and I immediately hopped in the chat, and I was like, it was a self-report. I watched them do it, got that person fucking voted off, and then the next round, someone tried to accuse me again, got it to a tie. I ended up somehow finding my way through it, didn't get it, and like ended up winning the round, and I was like, let's freaking go. This game's a blast.
0: I give you crap for this because the only reason I know this is even a game is because of my daughters, my nieces, <laughs> and my nephew, mm-hmm. who the oldest one is 10 years old. <laughs> Yeah. They play it. So anytime you mention this game or I see you playing it at the bar instead of sharing your appetizer with us, <laughs> I just think it's probably you and then a bunch of third graders playing this game.
1: The only reason I really got interested in it was because I saw KSI, who's a YouTuber, and some of his buddies, like, they had their own chat, and they, like, kind of streamed themselves playing. And then, like, when they would know who the imposter—they wouldn't know who the imposter was, of course— but they did it with of course. they did it with two. So the imposters would know who each other were. And then as they played, just like watching them go back and forth and they're like pause where they're trying to figure it out in their chat session before they vote, I thought it was hilarious. And so like now just kind of doing it on my own, I was like, this is actually a lot of fun. Right. But I say this, I'm sure I'm getting roasted here in the, yeah, in the chat. It hasn't updated yet for me. But I will say as much as I had fun playing it this weekend, I think I'm also just getting tired of it because it's like I need something else to do Right. free
0: time. Wink. Yeah. I'm totally done playing this. It's been two weeks. <laughs> um B C is like a year and a half late on this game. I I would I'm say aware. at least. Actually. Oh uh, Bryce,
1: Bryce right here in the chat, BC sus. That is something they will say in those group chats where it's like, yo, Green's being a little sus. And I'm just like, yo, they're definitely being sus. That is what what are you just follow me around like that for?
0: Again, <laughs> i know because my children Uh, used to play this game um what is your gamer tag
1: i think it's like string wild or something i didn't make it they they generated it (laughs) yeah i didn't pick it yeah i I somehow i think i went through when i first got it and like changed names because i didn't know it and then i just like "Eh, i'll do this later and i can't find my way back to change it and i don't know how to create my own so i just left it it's just (laughs) literally
0: string wild um Okay, and then the YouTube streamers that play this and make this such a cool game—they are making millions of dollars.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, but they were already making millions, That's so now cool. this is just another <laughs> content, yeah, way for them.
0: It's a lot of fun. I bet. Yeah, my daughters loved it uh, for a long time. <laughs> Although I did—I was watching this Netflix series. Uh, I've kind of forgotten about it, but it was talking about all the online shit talk. And it ended up leading to, I don't remember what it was called, um, it was like swatting. Have you heard of this? What is it? Swatting. No. I don't play video games online. One, I'm very bad at them. Uh-huh. I don't want to use my internet data to play online. <laughs> so I don't. And I also, I'm very cheap, so I don't pay for like the PlayStation online gaming aspect. So I just, I don't. But I watched a Netflix documentary about all the shit talk that goes on within these, like, online gamers. Mm -hmm. And these people started doing what is called swatting. As to where if they were competing against somebody else or, like, they saw somebody streaming online and, like, gaming, they would find out their address and send the SWAT team to their house. So they could watch it live as they streamed. And people would – this guy was faking it. Uh, and he'd be like, uh, I'm in the house. Uh, my parents were fighting. I just shot my dad. I'm in the closet with a gun. Like, bring this. And then the SWAT team would show up to these people's house. And then a guy, acted, like, ended up getting murdered. It's a whole thing. It's on Netflix. Something about the internet. So someone ended up dying because of it? Like, SWAT team killed them? The wrong person. Oh, shit. Even. Just, like, an innocent person. Like, this guy was, like, talking shit. And he's like, I dare you to do something. Here's my address. Like, come fuck with me, you won't. Wow.
1: So the guy did.
0: And he tried to fuck with him, but he gave him the wrong address. So the SWAT team shows up, shoots this guy. And he, didn't, he wasn't even involved at all. It's a whole thing. Very interesting. Holy
1: cow. What a way to go out. You're just enjoying a fucking right? Sunday evening. Just SWAT team comes pulling up and yeah, just I think shoots it was you.
0: Just like a Saturday night and the family was just like, yeah. What if we're you were
1: like, in your fucking closet? This was the one day yeah. you're like, I'm going to clean my closet out because I haven't done it in a while. And all of a sudden it's like, what's all that commotion? You walk out and pop, pop.
0: The story is actually even more frustrating than that. <sighs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm not going to watch the show. You might as <laughs> well tell me. The guy just answers his door. Here's a here like sees the, the police lights and all that stuff. Opens the door, tries to answer it, and they're like, "Put your hands up! Put your hands up!" And so he's going to like put his hands up and do everything appropriately. Uh, he had like some loose sweatpants on. He goes to pull his pants up because they're falling off of him. Uh-huh. He gets shot and killed. Wow. That and that's where like as a parent, I'm like. Mm. My kids aren't playing games online. Yeah. No, it's not war games. It's you dumbass streamers. So for you, big country, uh, just be careful out there. Online, well, I'm... On the, in the online, on the internet chats. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's tough out there.
1: Well, I I can also just go ahead and say I'm never putting my address somewhere.
0: <laughs> Don't put mine out there No, I'm
1: not, I'm not going to put any address. I'll put the yeah. police station's address up there. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, my phone number is 911. Go ahead and call me. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass, you suck at this. You're you sucks. call my mom and talk to her. She's the operator. Uh, my next Matchmaker Monday, because I have two of them this week. Uh, last night, and for the last week or so, honestly, I've been trying to look for avalanche gear. Like, I want to get, like, a shirt or, like, a hat, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Jerseys are a little bit expensive, but I've even looked at them. I can't find anything that I like. So, my Matchmaker Monday for today, I need some cool avalanche gear. Because are you wanting, like, retro stuff, maybe? Just any, any kind of cool avalanche shirt or hoodie i found a couple that i like and they'll be like sold out or they won't have my size. oh yeah everything else fucking sucks <laughs> and i think it's because the nhl is partnered with adidas <laughs> they're just terrible at making clothes they, they are it's so bad them. and even like i don't know i i don't like to buy like 100 percent cotton shirts because like is this going to stretch out it's going to shrink on me i don't want to pay 40 dollars for a shirt i'm going to wear twice. Yeah. And then I also had to do some research of like who's sticking around.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: if I'm going to buy a jersey or a, you know a jersey, who's going to be there? Yep. But I mean I looked for a good hour last night after they won the Stanley Cup even of like oh there's going to be some cool Stanley Cup gear. There's not. Outside of the jerseys, it all sucks. And I'm an Avalanche fan, I can admit this. Jerseys pretty weak too. Yeah. I don't like their logo. Not a big fan of their color scheme. That's the
1: one thing about the Avalanche that kind of, maybe that's the reason why I don't necessarily like them. Like I don't have a problem with them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they won. I was kind of rooting for them for you. But like looking at it I was like, man, that is an ugly color scheme. One. The maroon and blue. I'm a fan of red and blue, not the maroon and blue. I think that's a little odd. And then their logo itself is just like eh, it seems kind of childish. Seems like it was just kind of like drawn up oh, and I'm like, like oh, yeah, I guess we'll cartoon-y. roll with this.
0: Yes. Like, um, you know, Madden generic teams. So yes. like, yeah, don't spend too much time on this. Just get it out. Avalanche. <laughs> yeah, oh, cool. it, It's an A and there's some snow. Yep. And that's it.
1: So I don't – I get it, though. I can understand how that would be kind of lame. But they're, I think their jerseys – like I, when we went to Vegas for my buddy's bachelor party, my buddies that were wearing their jerseys, I think they just had – Avalanche like on the front. I don't it didn't seem like it had the the huge logo, so the jersey actually looked a lot cooler. You're like, oh man, that's actually a sick jersey.
0: They had it kinda a, had
1: like a little knit on the
0: front. They have an alternate logo and jersey mm-hmm. that is really cool actually.
1: That might be what you go for then.
0: I can't find any men's. Everything is kids. It's like everybody knows these alternate jerseys are cool. And they've bought all of them. So unless I want to pay like four hundred dollars for a signed one. Can't even get
1: one. Yeah, and you're not going to wear a signed jersey,
0: right? I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not like an autograph guy, so I'm not collecting one. Yeah, and I even found like I just pulled it up. There's one on Fanatics for sixty bucks. I'm like, hell yeah, got it. It's a youth jersey. <laughs> it's like fuck. I I can't even do that one. So, I, Matchmaker Monday. I need some Avalanche gear. I just don't like it, almost any of it. I do wish they would go to the alternate logo and jersey though. Mm-hmm. If you Google it. Those are pretty cool. I don't – I maybe this is like a tradition thing. It's like, oh, we don't want to switch it up. Alternate jerseys should be the regular ones because those are really cool. But that's my last matchmaker Monday.
1: Awesome. My uh, last matchmaker Monday, it's kind of a lame one, but just like – just golfing in general. It's so much fun. Like to go do that yesterday and just like get out on the course by myself and just hit the shit out of a golf ball it was kind of relaxing. That and I'm just getting ready for Friday. I feel like I need to play at least one or two more times this week. Same. Not to like, yeah. not to be, so like, oh, be super competitive. It's just like, I don't know, get back into the flow of it. Because like, I've just been playing so sporadically. Where it's like, I'll play and I'll take off like two weeks and I'll go play again. Yeah. Me well, too. I just got new clubs. So it's like I want no, no, to get used to hitting me, them. And,
0: even oh. going Saturday, um, I paid for myself to golf. Thinking, like, I'll go out there, I'll golf, and occasionally, if my daughters want to hit, they will. Uh-huh. It, I took five shots. Oh, really? The whole time. <laughs> yeah, they actually really liked it, which was really cool. Uh, but it was me, like, trying to help them out with just, like, the very, very basics of of golf and trying to get their swing right and things like that. And then just goofing off. Uh, my oldest daughter is terrified of frogs. Uh, and there were a shitload of frogs out there on the course. I've never seen so many frogs out there before. Um, so that was another thing. But I haven't played serious golf. Well, I never play serious golf. I haven't played.
1: <laughs> I love hearing you talk like that when we're about to go play at a fucking tournament. Yeah. yeah I, I don't take golf seriously. I I, mm.
0: play, I would say one and a half times this year. Total. So going to be rusty. Again, if you're putting me, if you want me to be your partner, I'm not going out there to try to win this thing. I'm going out there to have fun. <laughs> And I I respect that. I I mean you're honest right
1: from the jump. Right from the jump. Mm-hmm. Can't be upset.
0: And no offense if you were trying to win this thing, that's still just dumb even if I'm not your partner. Oh, no,
1: I'm just I've definitely accepted <laughs> that I'm not going to win. My goal is to just not place
0: last. <laughs> you you have to know that the competitiveness of this tournament we're about to play in is 30 years away. Like you would have to play very well for that long to be like Yeah. Nah, I just 30 wanna... years away. I'd I just want to 50. hit
1: my new clubs well. That's my goal into this is hit my new clubs well, be good off the tee box. How's that going for you? The new clubs? Uh-huh. I actually like them a lot. Good I contact, like lot. very forgiving, ball goes far. It's been nice. Feels a lot more comfortable. I got all my shafts that are stiff, so I got all stiff shafts. Yeah, be Here we are, third segment, pretty dirty. But it's just what? like, what yeah, mean? okay. <laughs> It's nice. They're a lot balls. easier to swing and mm-hmm. play with.
0: How are the dimples on your balls? Good? Regular. Cool. Yeah. If you hit them
1: just right, though, it's pretty good pop. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Then you just explode with happiness. 100%. It's the best day ever. I'm looking forward to Friday, uh, mainly because the drink's and Again, uh, we're going to have a show live while we golf. Uh, that will be just an event. Just tune in for that. I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, but we're going to do it. We're going to try it out, but that's it for us today. Uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us here on a lovely little Monday. Big Country and I going to be back at it again tomorrow. Hopefully we have some big news to break. If not, I guess we're just going to be breaking down some baseball. Yeah, maybe preview a little bit of that Deshaun Watson trial, see if anything else comes out there. But we do appreciate you guys, as always, joining us. And again, right here, same time, same channel, on the calling app tomorrow at 10 a.m. We'll talk to you guys then.